Hello and welcome to Hamsa Holistic Healing and Ayurveda. I'm your host, Sherry, and I welcome you here to this podcast uh, for episode two, uh, continuing our discussion on spiritual awakening. In episode one, uh, I shared my own experience uh, that I had with a spiritual shift after several years of traumas and losses. And for me, I think the beginning of the spiritual awakening was brought on by the traumas and the hurts. And so it kind of shifted my thought process to take a step back and say, what is happening here? And is all the suffering and pain that I'm feeling some kind of message from somewhere, the divine, the universe? And, and maybe I should heed the call and quiet myself and maybe start to explore uh, ways of understanding, a deeper understanding of what was going on. Uh, As I went out into the world with this expanded curiosity, trying to find comfort from the losses and pain, I I was seeking a deeper meaning to life. And this journey led me towards a path of spiritual awakening. Some people have more spontaneous Uh, beginnings to their awakenings Um, and other people seek it through spiritual practices such as kundalini yoga deep meditation and other ways of kind of triggering an awakening I think it's different for every single individual how it begins it might be similar but I think everyone is unique and the shift in consciousness is unique as well. So I'll continue my own experience because on that I can speak. And so episode one, I I left off talking about um, how I felt different in my body, how it started to physically manifest in symptoms of discomfort, I guess you could say. Um, And sometimes I felt very much like I wanted to withdraw from this world. And so I spent a lot of time alone and I, I think just in deeper thought process and it was deeper meditation, self-reflection at the time. I didn't know what it was. I just felt like I needed to withdraw and spend more time alone. So probably by now you're wondering, what exactly is a spiritual awakening? It's, it's really a call to higher consciousness. And it's a deeper mental awareness And that process of spiritual awakening brings a transformation and a shift in your view of the world. 
So when someone goes through a spiritual awakening, the experience is a shift in the way they see life. It's almost from a different lens, a more expansive lens, let's say. You step out of the day-to-day routine of working and, I mean, you still go to work and you still do those things, but your consciousness is in a different place. You're starting maybe to see the bigger picture. And so what causes spiritual awakenings, like I said, is it could be very different for, for different people. Some are brought on by huge life-changing events, like the, the death of a loved one or the loss of a job, um, a divorce, an, a really nasty divorce, and maybe not even a nasty one, maybe just, you know, a, a life-changing experience that kind of shakes you to your core. That's one way a spiritual awakening can start to manifest. Uh, For other people, it could be a very gradual, subtle shift. You know, you, you kind of just start to feel a little different. You start to look at things a little differently and you're not even sure why. It just kind of happens. Um, slowly and very subtly. We'll talk about the traumatic experience, spiritual awakening first. Um, that definitely was what happened for me. Um, it was just so much trauma coming at me without a breath in between. And so I think I was backed into a corner actually because I, I had to do something with these experiences. I couldn't let everything just fall. And so I, being a spiritual seeker always my whole life, that was when I decided, hey, I better, I better just quiet myself here and, and figure out what's going on. So when your spiritual awakening is is triggered by a traumatic experience. Um, It can be quite profound and it can have a very detrimental impact on your physical and emotional well-being. Um, It can often be followed by a long period of healing and a traumatic experience can be like it's different for every person. So traumatic experience could be suffering from abuse, surviving a serious accident, um, being a victim of a crime, or losing people we love and relationships and things like that. So traumatic experiences are different for every person. A spiritual awakening can be triggered by a major life-changing event. Um, Like I said before, a divorce, the death of a loved one, being diagnosed with a serious illness or someone you love being diagnosed with a serious illness, 
um, a loss of a job. So, and, and then losing that stability um, that you've had for a really long time. These are life, major life-changing events that can start to trigger a spiritual awakening. Then we can have what some people call an, an existential crisis. So that would be when something earth-shattering happens, like the loss of a loved one or, you know, a, a, a life-changing trauma. We can go into a place in our psyche, and this is known as the dark night of the soul. It's, it's a crisis, an emotional crisis, and an individual begins to question the meaning of life. It's often categorized as depression following a life-changing experience. Um, so it manifests a lot like depression. There's a lot of sadness. There's a lot of heavy emotional sadness. There's withdrawal from society, from your family. Um, and it's known as the dark night of the soul. It's kind of that time that I described to you where I just, I knew something was changing inside of me. I knew something was going on. And so I immediately withdrew from every outside stimulus, I guess you could say, and my family. I kind of just went inside, kind of hibernation, I guess I would describe it, where I was trying to figure out what was going on inside of me. Uh, a near-death experience can trigger a spiritual awakening. Many people who have experienced near-death experiences, um, they discuss that they maybe saw Jesus or saw angels or saw people who had already passed on the other side. And when they came back, they were profoundly changed and it opened this whole portal inside of them where they wanted to seek that there's got to be something bigger and better than what we just experienced in our mundane existence here on earth. And sometimes, like I described before, people can just have a natural awakening. Um, it's like an involuntary process that happens um, where they just start to have a, a shift in their conscious awareness um, that can be brought on by heavy yoga um, practices, meditation. Um, these kind of transformational practices can trigger that kind of spontaneous awakening. What is the process like when we spiritually awaken? And like I said before, it's probably different for every single person. The initial feeling of a spiritual awakening may begin to feel, you might feel inner turmoil or a sense of feeling disconnected from the world. You might develop an awareness of the ego as it separates from yourself. And you'll start to sense that there's a, 
a greater energy at work in this universe. You'll start to feel like, like ex there's an expansive feeling. There's a feeling of we're not in control here. There's a bigger force, a God force, a divine force out there that controls everything. And we are really just here for the ride. This initiation into the journey of awakening often occurs after a life-changing event. And during this time, you will feel called to look inward. So that's when you start to, maybe you stop watching TV or stop watching the news because it's, it's upsetting to you because it seems so ridiculous and upsetting and unnecessary. You just, you, you, you see the world in such a big expansive way that all of this fighting and nonsense and violence is very upsetting um, to a person who's in the middle of an awakening. So you can, this is one of the possibilities, start to withdraw from the media and computers and your phone you use less and you're just you're just needing that quiet time to go inward. So um, you start to really want to do more self-evaluation and not so much care about what's happening in the outside world. A spiritual awakening opens your eyes in areas of your life that need healing. So after you start to, to awaken, you start to become more self-aware. You start to question yourself and your behaviors and those around you. So you start to have a really good sense of truth. And your bullcrap reader, monitor, um, you, don't, you can't tolerate someone telling you untruths. And you start to be a really good reader of people because your senses are heightened. You're peeling back the layers and you're returning to your authentic self. It's sort of a dismantling of all the lies you've been told and all the, all the negative behaviors you've accepted for so long. And now you're not able to tolerate that anymore. It feels very uncomfortable inside of you. And so you start to call people out sometimes or you just naturally break away from many relationships, which can, you know, not go over so well. You can kind of, when you're calling people out, you can kind of say, you know, you've been very condescending to me and I don't really like it anymore. And I, I really want you to stop talking to me that way. So you start to put boundaries in place. And not everybody likes that. But if you're truly awakening, you don't really care if they like it or they don't. You just go ahead and do it anyway. There's not really a whole lot of turning back once you start on this path. So on the path of spiritual awakening, you may begin to become curious about spiritual practices um, that help you gain more uh, deeper wisdom and understanding of the world. 
So you might find yourself um, attending worships or reading very deep scriptures or sacred texts. You might start reaching out to different religions um, than the one that you are accustomed to, to participating with. In the expansion of your emotional awareness, you will perhaps start to feel that organized religion is very um, uh, limited. And so you might want to feel and learn more about universal love and universal connectedness and not so much one particular religion that says this and one that says that, you might have a more expansive view or desire to know that of just more connectedness to the divine and just more expansive love across the board with no boundaries and no limits. Uh, the knowledge and depth of the universe as far beyond as you can possibly imagine, uh, starts to maybe trigger you to uh, feel less connected with certain philosophies or rules that may be religiously based or not. You might just have this very expansive view of life in general, that it's really about all the beauty that surrounds us. It's about unconditional and limitless love and acceptance. And it's a, it's a life of non-judgment. And that is what awakening brings you to, is a life of non-judgment. And that it's really just about seeking love and your divine purpose to bring more peace and more tranquility and healing to the earth. During uh, a spiritual awakening journey, you might start to be able to see the wounds within your soul that you've been holding on to so that you can seek the healing that you need so before the awakening, you kind of bury the wounds and all the pains that you've had and experienced your life through your, throughout your life. And during a spiritual awakening, those wounds come to the surface. And in the wound coming to the surface and being revealed, you are then feeling compelled to seek support through the healing process. So this is where... Yoga is so beautiful. When you go to a yoga class and you receive so much support from your fellow yogis in the, the class um, or the teacher training, um, as the wounds start to come to the surface and the healing then begins, right? We can't heal things that we keep hidden in the dark. So when the wounds come to the surface and then the light shines on them, we can go through the steps to heal these wounds and release them. 
as you start to seek the healing and guidance, you're clearing out all the negative thought patterns and you're making room for divine knowledge and wisdom to flow through you. And then the healing helps the shift and the awakening process. And it helps you be more comfortable in your conscious mind. You tend to, when you start to come uh, further down the road in the awakening process, you'll feel more oneness with the universe and with the people around you. So you won't feel like this is me and that's them. And you won't feel that me versus them. We against them. You'll feel more an inclusive feeling that we are all in this together. And we have to all come at each other with a, from a place of compassion and understanding and acceptance. And when we do that, the need to control the situation all the time, the need to feel that I'm right and you're wrong goes away. And you live in a more peaceful, accepting place that I'm just going to love you anyway. And I can speak to this experience. I will share a very private moment that I had during a meditation. And it was probably about two years ago, I'll say. And I was meditating and I, in my, during my meditation, I met with Jesus and I spent the most beautiful time with Jesus and I was crying and we were sitting under a tree and it was near a body of water and I asked Jesus, what do I do in this situation when I've been harmed, when I've been hurt by someone's actions? What do I do? And Jesus smiled and said to me, you love them anyway. And I said, but it's so hard because this person keeps doing these really hurtful things. I just, I don't know if I can. And he just said again, love them anyway. Just love them anyway. And everything else will take care of itself. And when I came back from that meditation, when I came back into consciousness, awareness, I felt changed inside from that moment that experience, because it made sense to me. Throughout the whole entire, anything that happens in this life with any person, with any situation, if you just love them anyway, everything else will take care of itself. Now, loving anyway does not mean that you have to partake in being with them or you know, it, this is a consciousness. It's a, it's a in your heart kind of thing. And you don't have to still interact with the person, but you do have to love them anyway. Because in loving them anyway, this is what heals you. This is what keeps you in a state of compassion. And even when we're talking about ourselves, and we feel like we can't forgive ourselves for something. We must practice love anyway. 
love yourself, it's okay. Compassion is probably the greatest gift that has come from my spiritual awakening. I still have feelings and emotions, I'm a human, but my capacity to forgive and love anyway has grown beyond what I could have ever imagined. And sometimes I do get angry and sometimes I do feel hurt by people's actions. But I always come back to that moment with Jesus when he said, love anyway. And so I do. And then the pain and the hurt and the disappointment and the anger, they go away. But I don't think, and this is just my humble opinion, that a person can do that without having a spiritual shift even if you don't even know that you've had the shift. I think to be able to authentically love anyway and to come at life with a sense of compassion happens when you have an awakening because it changes you. It changes you inside. The symptoms of a spiritual awakening can be different for every person. I can speak generally to what I felt during my spiritual awakening and spiritual shift um, in the midst of it was I had at times overwhelming feelings of love. I would feel so much love for other people, for nature, for the beauty of the sky and the color of the flowers and the love of everyone around me. You um, can have heightened awareness. And so an increase in your intuition and you're more in tune to nature. Things become more colorful, bigger, more expansive. And you become a little bit more empathetic towards other people for sure. You're also more aware of the bullcrap meter I told you about when you start to say that doesn't sound right and I don't really like that I'm not really comfortable with that so that becomes heightened um you can have really really lucid vivid dreams I mean you can have like really crazy lucid dreams that are like wow and so it's probably a good idea to journal to dream journal and write down some of these um dreams that you're having. It's the subconscious mind's way of releasing. As you awaken, it affects the conscious and subconscious mind. So it's just releasing so many things that we held uh, tightly before that we didn't even know existed in there. You might have feelings of deja vu when you go places. You start to become more in tune to the vibrations around you. So your psychic abilities sometimes get very opened. And so you'll start to feel the places where you are. Even if you're not a psychic person per se before, you will start, those feelings will start to heighten and you'll feel like, wow, I think I've been here before. And you may have been. So the deja vu feelings start to get a lot stronger. You might start to notice synchronicities 
So you might start to notice numbers appearing over and over again. You might wake up at the same time every night, roll over, check your phone, and see that it's 444 or 222. Um, these are synchronicities that happen when the angelic realm starts to communicate with us because of our, our vibration starts to rise and it gets higher and the, it's easier to communicate with the divine or the angelic realm. And so they will start to send us synchronicities um, so that we start to notice, hey, I keep waking up at 222 every night. What is that about? And then you'll research it and you'll find out that it's the angels are communicating with us because our vibrations are rising and it's easier for them to reach us at that stage. You might start to experience profound feelings of peace, that you, like a peace you've never had before. Um, and this is, again, the releasing of the traumas and then our ability to access that soulful divine peace that is inside of us all the time but has been buried deep on beneath all the layers of the ego and the outside world noise. Um, sometimes you can feel a lot of loneliness uh, as you start to disconnect from a lot of relationships and just disconnecting from the outside world and the noise. Sometimes you might feel isolated and feel like no one understands you. And so you just start to go within and spend a lot more time by yourself. I mean, that's okay. I experienced that big time. Um, it's okay, but it's when you get to a place where you're comfortable, it's really important to find your tribe, I say, people with like-minded viewpoints and that have maybe gone through an awakening that's one of the number one reasons I'm doing this podcast is because we do feel a sense of loneliness when we're awakening. And so I don't want people to feel that way. So I encourage you to absolutely reach out, send me an email, um, and we can talk about it. Because it's important to go within, but it's also important to feel connected. As human beings, we need a feeling of connectedness, but only where we feel understood. And that's really important during a spiritual awakening. You have to be careful of this next one because um, it's not pleasant um, for other people. And it's definitely not cool um, when you start to feel superior. Um, like I'm awakened and you guys are in the darkness and I'm superior to you because I'm going through this. It's important to realize everyone has the potential to awaken. It's just our natural right as, as living beings to awaken. And so we're all on our own unique soul journey. And where we are along in that journey is that's individual. And other people will get there. It might not be this lifetime. It might be another lifetime or it might be this one. But it's not our place to judge where someone else is on their awakening journey. We just need to stay in our space and worry about ourselves and where we are on our journey and share the things that we're discovering so that we might 
help someone else start the, the awakening journey and the beautiful um, expansion that comes along with that and healing as well. Um, and again, that feeling of disconnect. Um, I really want to express that feeling disconnected. That's totally natural and normal when this is going on. Um, you almost have to disconnect in order to process what's going on inside of you. But just try to balance that disconnect with a little connectedness and um, find someone who understands who's been there um, to kind of help you not lose complete connection with, um, with humanity. How long does a spiritual awakening last? Well, I don't think anybody can answer that question. I think it's as unique as the individual is. Um, my spiritual awakening lasted over a decade. Uh, it's still, I still have small shifts along the way, which are beautiful and less uh, traumatic, let's say, uh, less noticeable. But I will know when I'm having another shift. You definitely get very in tuned with your body and your spiritual, um, your, where you are spiritually. You definitely get very, very uh, aware of when you're having shifts. Um, so I, I'm still having them, but they are really good and they feel comfortable because now I'm used to, um, I'm definitely used to what it feels like when these small shifts happen. Most of the time now, they are um, due to maybe changes in the moon phase or the planet where the planets are shifting. We become very very connected with the universe after we awaken. It's so beautiful. It's so worth the journey. It's, it really is when I tell you. And where it's led me now is to my soul divine purpose, which I am here at Hamsa Holistic Healing in Ayurveda. I have studied Reiki, chakra, balancing. Um, I'm a student of the subtle body. I have become an Ayurvedic health counselor and I'm still going on the Ayurveda journey of education. Uh, I have become a um, instrument for healing and I am humbly grateful. I am so humbled when I say that. Um, and I offer this service of healing to anyone who is interested in healing body, mind, soul. This is what my journey has been all about. And now I am in a place where I can offer this healing uh, to others. I think I will end episode two right there. And episode three, our next episode will be about the subtle body, the anatomy of the, the subtle body and how these awakenings happen anatomically inside of us. There is an anatomical component to this. We actually have a energetic subtle body inside of our physical body. And that is where all the good stuff really happens. 
And that's where all the healing happens. And then that benefits our physical body and increases wellness. So episode three, I hope you will join me in when we start to dive in the anatomy of the subtle body and what actually happens when we awaken. Because it actually, there's an actual physiological change inside of our bodies. Thank you for joining me. I hope this has helped in some way. And please find your support during spiritual awakening. Uh, I really encourage that. And we will dive in next time to what is exactly happening when we have a spiritual awakening. Thank you so much. I will be with you again at Hamsa Holistic Healing and Ayurveda next time. Until then, be well. Thank you and namaste.